impeachment is done and it all goes well. Well, it all goes like we thought it would. Black Lives Matter and Tifa are at it again. So much for Blue Lives Being Matter, which was the crap that was being promulgated by the uh, Democrats over the impeachment trial. Uh, Star Wars goes woke. Well, sort of. And Andrew Cuomo has some splaining to do. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. And what, what, what a freaking weekend we had. Oh, my Lord. So, first things first, let's talk about uh, the insanity of the impeachment trial, which ended this weekend. Yay. Uh, President Trump is actually, well... No, not yay. I I would rather this impeachment trial have gone on for another, I don't know, 12 months. But it didn't happen. Democrats got smart. The Senate voted. uh, So this is what happened in order. It just went absolutely crazy. And I wasn't going to sit back and really bring a lot to this. So the Senate voted to call witnesses, which was a real shock. This was a Hail Mary by the um, Democrats. Uh, they were losing this. They lost it big. They got caught by the prosecution. The prosecution basically said that, hey, newsflash, um, you guys lied about three different pieces of evidence, which we talked about before. Democrats never used any evidence. They adjusted things. Even Republican Lindsey Graham said, oh, yeah, let's have witnesses. No problem. Graham said that he thought Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris needed to be called uh, as witnesses. Oh, how delicious would that have been? Uh, Well, Graham said this would be a good delay for the trial. I believe him. And Biden's push for these freaking far leftist policies would be put on the back burner. The Senate said, oh, no, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. What bullshit? They can't walk and chew gum at the same time. So it would have been a good thing if this this thing went for a very long time. And don't think um, don't think that Donald Trump would have brought that up. He would have sat there and he would have made this into a I'm a good thing. They hate me so much, they're going to block all of these leftist policies that Biden's bringing up, including a one point. Nine trillion dollar stimulus package, which is not going to stimulate anything in the economy. Okay, we're going to have to talk about the economy later, but okay, whatever. Uh, apparently, Mitt Romney and Ron Johnson, both Republicans from Utah, got into a fight about something. You could see that stuff was going downhill in this, and I watched it all Saturday because I figured this thing was going to be over. Well, then I heard it wasn't going to be over. Then I heard it was going to be over. So people were actually fighting. We don't know what they were fighting about. I couldn't even find video on it. Um, It wasn't there. In what appears to be a de-escalation of previous witnesses called both sides agreed to enter, Representative Jamie Harris Butler's statements into evidence. Um, this ended the whole call for witnesses. So suddenly, this is going to end on Saturday, even though it was looking it wouldn't end till July. Now, Amy Jamie Herrera Butler, who is a Republican, she's a, a House, she is a representative for the House, said that she had overheard someone say something 
overheard on a phone call that was given to somebody else. I It was basically in three steps hearsay. So the Democrats thought, oh, yeah, they're going to call Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris to testify. That's what the Democrats said. Um, maybe we should not. And this gal's testimony was weak at best. Uh, to call it testimony if it were in a trial. And by the way, this is the whole problem with this whole thing. If it were in a trial, it wouldn't even be counted. It's just garbage. Uh, impeach The impeachment manager started their closing statements. Trump's defense team had their closing statements. Trump was acquitted in the Senate by a count of 57 for, 43 against, 10 short of the 67 needed to convict. There were 17 GOP senators who joined the Democrats in finding Trump guilty. They were Senator Richard Burr of North Carolina. He's in trouble with North Carolina right now. Bill Cassidy of Louisiana. He's in trouble with Louisiana right now. In fact, he's been censured by Louisiana. Susan Collins of Maine. Lisa Murkowski of Alaska. What a shock. Mitt Romney of Utah, who is a Democrat. Let's call it what he is. He is a Democrat. Ben Sass of Nebraska and Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. Ben Sass and Pat Toomey are both retiring because they are going to be primaried in their next elections. What's disturbing is the Democrats were completely united, but seven Republicans kind of pushed out. This is bad for the Republican Party. The Republican Party, and they're beginning to see this, wants to get rid of these people. It's bad because Republicans just voted because of politics, not evidence. This was not, there were no, there was no evidence presented in this trial at all. It was kind of disgusting. So the impeachment managers, not only did they not prove a damn thing, they actually got caught three times and it's thought to be more than three times actually changing the evidence. So the squishes and never Trumpers and rhinos, they should be taken out of office. And uh, the Democrats are not completely wrong. Um, yeah, there was definitely it was. I, I, I love when they say it was bipartisan. It wasn't bipartisan. But the Republicans need to get rid of these squishes because they're not going to help. And we need people like Donald Trump, um, anybody else like him, to actually take control of this whole thing. Well, Nancy Pelosi started losing her crap. She had to say this when she had finished her initial statement about the uh, impeachment trial. And then she was asked about censorship. And she scared the hell out of the impeachment managers. They ran away like little bitches. Listen to this. <laughs> All right, let's see. So, I'll come to you and then I'll come to you. I'm sorry. Everybody off the hook. Oh, these cowardly senators who couldn't face up to what the president did and what was at stake for our country are now going to have a chance to give a little slap on the wrist. We censure people for using stationery for the wrong purpose. We don't censure people for inciting insurrection that kills people in the Capitol. 
Do you know who she didn't censor? She didn't censor Elhan Omar, who sat back and made some horribly anti-Semitic comments. She didn't censor any. She didn't censor Eric Swalwell, who was sleeping with with a freaking Chinese spy. She didn't censor anybody. So I think it's really rich to hear Nancy Pelosi. I think say anything about who and who she should not censor. Listen, she is over to with impeachment. She pushed this impeachment. She lied about impeachment. She did everything she could against impeachment. And now she's sitting back and saying that, oh, well, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to censor. And they're all cowards because they didn't, I don't know, follow the letter of the law and follow the evidence that her impeachment managers came up with? That's really rich. This clip is taken from the Stephen Crowder show, Louder with Crowder, uh, and it's funny. These guys were laughing hysterically. But this is an example when one of the Trump lawyers was actually questioned about him pointing out that the Democrats were basically making up evidence and changing evidence, making it so that it is evidence. And this guy, I want to say, he scorched the freaking earth with this CBS reporter. And it just shows you how miserable, miserable the news media is when they're dealing with this subject of impeachment and President Trump. Listen. Because they hadn't done any investigation, they doctored evidence. It was absolutely shocking. What, what you're what you're talking about now is is a check mark. Uh, that's a verification on Twitter that that did not exist on that particular tweet. Uh, a 2020 that should have actually read 2021, um, and the selective editing you say of, of the tapes is that how is wait, that wait, the wait, doctored wait, wait, evidence wait, 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 of what you're speaking? Wait. That's not enough for you. <laughs> That's not enough for you. I'm, I'm, I, I, wait, wait, wait. No, sir, no, no. I'm trying. Listen, I, I am not a listen. juror in this trial. That's, what I'm trying to be all... clear for our viewers is what you actually, is what you're we, referring we found, to because no, not no, everybody no. has found, been following. It's not okay. No, not everybody. To doctor sir, a little bit of evidence. Respectfully. <laughs> A, a, slant, a slanted question, What's a slanted question that was set up question. to say it's okay for them to cheat. That was your question. Isn't it okay for that. them to cheat? I didn't it's say just that. a little bit. <laughs> you no. said, to be fair, it was only <laughs> a check on the Twitter. That's what you said. Michael Vanderveen. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. I do appreciate. Yeah. But did she say, okay. to be fair? I, I, I see you did. taking off your microphone now. You can hear the laughing in the background. These guys thought it was hysterical. This lawyer was like, oh, wait a minute. And by the way, that was one of like five different things that I heard that they that the impeachment managers had manipulated. And the media in there and they I, I you got to you got to say the media sounds stupid. The media admits, well yeah, it did happen, but I mean President Trump uh, you manipulated the videos, you manipulated the graphics, you made up testimony, but you're saying, well, that's it? It None of this stuff would have been allowed in the courtroom. It was... <laughs> and that lawyer, Vandersuit, I think his name is, he went scorched earth on this reporter. 
And to the point where he removed his thing, he just dropped his microphone and walked off the set. It was just like, God dang, you people are so stupid. You're basically anything like this was done in a courtroom, people would be in jail. The prosecution would have lost all the, all the prosecution would have lost their uh, license to practice law. That's how bad this whole thing was. So it was really dumb. And I, I don't want to waste too much time on this because I knew it was going to be, I did not know this was going to be that bad in this uh, impeachment thing. So let's move on to the next story um, because uh, these are more important to our lives because I think what's happening is our lives are beginning to change. So the next story is, you know, Black Lives Matter is at it again. They decided to hold the protest in New York City again, and it ended up violent. What a shock. A photographer for the Daily News was beaten up because the writers actually thought that he was a police officer, so they beat the shit out of him. Two police officers suffered minor injuries, and 11 rioters were arrested. Um, another, There was another protest in, uh, I'm not sure where it was. I think it was, uh, I think it was Colorado, maybe Utah, I don't know. This was an Antifa protest, riot, that turned into a riot. No, this was in Seattle, excuse me. Uh, snow, what these guys actually did is they started putting snow into onto the driveway so police officers couldn't drive out and then they thought this was so funny this is a great idea they started putting uh snow against the doors of the police department so the police officers couldn't get out so that's great i, I this isn't reported on for example this month in in the between in 2021 there have already been three or four BLM and Antifa riots and no one's reported on them so I don't want to hear from the Democrats about President Trump and, and his crap, uh, because here's the reality. We still got these riots here and no one's stopping any of it. And no one seems to be talking about it, though. They'll talk about January 6th. By the way, folks, it's February 15th. And between January 6th and February 15th, we've had riots Every weekend, and they've been violent, and they've been against police, they've been against the system. No one talks about it. So, in the third story, which I think is actually a big story, is um, Disney is getting a lot of crap because they decided to fire Gina Carano, who plays Cara Dune in The Mandalorian, because she made a couple of really social media posts that she they thought... I'm sorry, I'm laughing already. I shouldn't. It's actually quite funny. Um, in the mail, she made a couple of offensive, conservative uh, tweets on um, social media, specifically Twitter, and I've got a, pictures of them. Really funny. Uh, she had two tweets with which, and there were actually three, which led to her firing from Disney Plus, which actually hosts The Mandalorian. Uh, a little bit about her. She is a conservative, and she is all she has completely dismissed things like cancel culture, which, by the way, that was what her tweet was about. That and ended up getting her fired was about cancel culture, and what a shock she got canceled. And she also had other um, posts like 
the idiocy of the transgender movement. And she also talked about, um, which were about her pronouns, which I thought was hysterical. And also um, masking. She thinks that we're doing, everything we're doing is wrong when it comes to this. So the first, uh, the first thing that really got her into trouble, and this was back in November, October, they were trying to figure out how to can this gal a long time ago. She's a conservative. By the way, she's also an MMA fighter. So right off the bat, this gal knows how to take care of herself. Cara Dune in The Mandalorian, if you haven't seen it, she's a hard ass. Well, she's a hard ass because she's actually a hard ass. She actually fought in the MMA and she's a tough broad. So, and, and by the way, I said broad. I'm sorry I'm being politically incorrect, but the reality is she wouldn't care. So the first change she made was to her profile. Apparently, her, quote, people, end quote, wanted her to add her pronouns on Twitter to, to show that she was diverse and in support of the trans community. <laughs> she did. She said, my name is Gina Carano, and her pronouns are boop, bop, and beep. <laughs> I think this is funny. Disney didn't think it was funny, and she ended up on the radar way back. I mean, she ended up back in freaking October, November. <laughs> but the big post that got her into trouble was one where she actually made a criticism of cancel culture. In her tweet, she said, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by neighbors, even by children. Sad face emoji. Quote, because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where the Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is it that any different, any different from hating someone for their political views? Uh, end quote. And it's got a picture of a woman being chased by a bunch of kids with sticks and with sticks uh, from 1945 from supposedly Nazi Germany. Okay, anyone with a brain, anyone who actually read everything knows this had nothing to do with the Jews or attacking the Jews. It's about cancel culture. It's about attacking cancel culture. The first things the Nazis did was demonize the Jews so they would be hated by non-Jew German citizens. By the way, does that sound familiar? Yeah, if you piss off the wrong people today, you will be hated by the um, social justice warriors. Well, here's the thing. Then... The Nazis segregated the Jews from the rest of the population. Finally, the Jews were herded up and exterminated. That's what she is saying. Nothing really controversial about this. She's saying cancel culture is like Nazism. By the way, everyone points to Nazism on the left. Everybody points to Nazism. But the second a conservative does, and it's actually a legitimate point, She's a bad person. That's the problem. She pointed to the left and said, there are your Nazis. This is bad. Especially for the leftist Nazis at Disney. She had to go. Also, if you ever... 
uh, want to get into trouble or sound like an idiot, make a Nazi comparison. These are just stupid. If you're a leftist, it's okay to say that your opponents are Nazis, but the problem is you sound stupid. Anyone can call me a Nazi in the world. That's fine and dandy. We've talked about my history probably in the last week. Uh, I, I don't really think much if someone calls me a Nazi. If you're a conservative, you will get into trouble sometimes. You will get into trouble all the time, but and the other times you'll just sound stupid. Don't make comparisons to Nazis. It's really dumb. I didn't think the post was really that bad, and definitely not bad enough to get fired. But this is... She is trying to make a foreshadowing of the future of this country because the Nazis did exactly what can't uh, the left is using with cancel culture. That's what her point is. That if you point to me because I'm a conservative and say how evil I am, that gives them good reason and good excuse. And I think we've used this before to sit back and I'm a devil, I'm evil, just like Hitler, you should throw me in a gulag. The funny thing is, the star of The Mandalorian also tweeted about the Nazis. He, uh, he is a far leftist, and this is this is the actual Mandalorian, the guy with the helmet and all, who was helping Baby Yoda. He had a picture showing children in cages. His name's uh, uh, Pedro Pascal. Shows a picture of children in cages. One picture during the Holocaust that said Germany, nineteen forty-four, and supposedly. One picture of children in a cage showing children in United States, Hispanic children who supposedly crossed the border in the United States in nineteen in uh, 2018. He tried to compare the U.S. Border Patrol policies to the policies of the Nazis in 1944. Now, there were a couple problems with this post. First, the children... Uh, that were in the cages in the picture weren't actually in the United States. They were from Palestinian jails. Oops. And it wasn't 19. It was actually, it wasn't 2018. It was actually like 2008. The other problem is the policy was started during the Bush administration when it comes to putting kids in cages in 1915, in 2008 or 2007 is when the policy came out and it was the Obama administration that actually put putting children in cages. It was never Trump's administration. So it was a complete lie. But nothing happened to Pedro. Nothing happened to Pedro. He is fine. Mr. Pedro Pascal will be doing The Mandalorian in season three. Now, one thing I do want to point out, there are now calls to boycott Disney. If you don't watch Disney, don't bother. Um, boycotts are stupid, and I, I truly think they're stupid, and they rarely accomplish anything. The best thing you can do is just stop watching or stop patronizing a company or just stop buying a certain product. I will never buy an Apple iPhone. I will never buy an Apple of anything because they those that stuff is created in China via slavery type work. These people are paid nothing and they have to do it and that's it. 
I also don't like the fact that Apple starts, and Amazon is getting to that point too. Apple has to give their technology to China. This is scary. So just don't buy it, and they will suffer. But boycotting, I think this is stupid. It, they never work. They didn't. They don't work when the left tries to do it, and the left tries to do it all the time. And I don't think they're going to work any better any better with the right. For example, I still watch Netflix. I actually don't have a Netflix account because I got rid of it after I found out that Susan Rice was actually part of the Netflix board. And then I saw Obama getting his show and lots of their movies are very left wing in nature. So I stopped watching it, but it's I, st I had it for a while. I still watch it. So boycotting is stupid. Now, the good news for Gina Carano was announced last week that the Daily Wire, who is which is a conservative outlet, and started moving into the entertainment industry because they basically wanted to give people an alternative to the left-wing entertainment industry, has accepted Gina Carano, and she has accepted the offer from them to produce and star in her own movie that will be filmed and produced by her and a couple of investors from the Daily Wire and will be distributed by the Daily Wire. So there, there's some good news. And honestly, I think this is great news. Here's the thing. Protesting, boycotting, throwing temper tantrums on Twitter or Facebook, it's a waste of time. Action is what is going to make a difference. I tell you, I will not talk about my Twitter account. Really don't give an F about my Twitter account. I'll tell you about my Parlor account, which is a conservative-based uh, Twitter I'll talk about other things, but you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to go to my YouTube account. I haven't figured out the other um, uh, video account that is out there that is conservative, which I, 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 I really, maybe tonight I'll do that. But the thing is, protesting, boycotting, and throwing a fit on social media isn't enough. The Daily Wire, which I subscribe to, is the reason. It's do something about it. You don't like this type of entertainment. You don't like their philosophy of entertainment. Stop watching their entertainment and go to an entertainment that's closer to your values. You don't like these idiots that are kneeling during sporting events. Just stop watching the sporting events. They are beginning to suffer. And there are no boycotts for the NFL. There are no boycotts for the NBA. Yet the NFL and NBA, their percentages are down 30% from just a few years ago. So they are beginning to suffer, and that is a good thing. Okay, the last story is <laughs> New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, he's got some splaining to do. So per the New York Post, okay, quote, Governor Andrew Cuomo's top aide privately apologized to Democratic lawmakers. Yeah, I, that's something right there that's going to trip me up. For withholding the state's nursing home death toll from COVID-19, telling them, quote, we froze, end quote, out of fear that the true numbers would, quote, be used against us, end quote, by federal prosecutors, the Post has learned. The stunning admission of the cover-up was made by Secretary of State the Secretary of the Governor, Melissa DeRosa, during a video conference call with the state Democratic leaders in which she said to Cuomo, said the Cuomo administration had rebuffed a legislative request for the tally in August because, quote, right around the same time, 
then-President Donald Trump, turns this into a giant political football, end quote, according to an audio recording of the two-hour-plus meeting. Okay, now mind you, she's still blaming Trump that they lied about it, but she's blaming Trump that they lied about the numbers from August. She admits they lied, but it's Trump's fault. And notice she doesn't apologize to the people who, the families of the people who actually died because of their shitty policy. She's apologizing to the Democratic lawmakers. That's awesome. What about the people whose, the families whose people died in, in those homes because of Cuomo's crappy ass policies? DeRosa said, quote, he starts tweeting that we killed everyone in nursing homes. He starts going after New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy. Murphy Starts going after California Governor Gavin Newsom. Starts going after Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. In addition to attacking Cuomo's fellow Democratic governors, DeRosa said, Trump directs the Department of Justice to do an investigation into us. And basically, we froze, she told the lawmakers. Because then we were in a position where we weren't sure if what we were going to give to the Justice Department or what we give to you guys, what we start saying was going to be used against us while we weren't sure if there was going to be an investigation. That played a very large role in this. So, in other words, it's Trump's fault. It's the DOJ's fault. It's not their fault for hiding information. And then instead of just coming clean back in August when this information was quested, they doubled down. And now that they were caught, they're caught. It's done. They're caught. We know they lied. By about 10,000 deaths, they lied. Literally, there are like 15,000 deaths compared to um, these five or 6,000 they had mentioned. And they're talking probably closer to 20,000 deaths. They sat back and we apologize for lying to the other Democrats out there that thought we were telling the truth. And it's Trump's fault because he scared us. Oh my God. The post continues, but instead of mea culpa to the grieving family members of more than 13,000 dead seniors or critics who say the health department spread COVID-19 in the care facilities with a March 25th State Department directive that nursing homes admit infectious patients, DeRosa tried to make amends with the fellow Democrats for the political inconvenience it caused them. She said, so we do apologize. I do understand the position that you were in, that you are put in. I know that it is not fair. It was not our intention to put you in that political position with the Republicans. Wow. The reactions from New York Democrats was less forgiving. Assembly Health Committee uh, Chairman Richard Gottfried, who's from Manhattan, said, quote, I don't have enough time to today to explain all the reasons I don't give... I don't give that any credit at all. I don't give, that's what he said, I don't give them any credit at all. State Senator, State Senate Aging Committee Chairwoman Rachel May, a Democrat from Syracuse, said, quote, 
And the issue for me, the biggest issue of all, is feeling like I needed to defend, or at least not attack, an administration that was appearing to cover something up. And in a in a pandemic, and I didn't misread that, that's what she said, when you want the public to trust the public health officials, and there's a clear feeling that they're not coming, being forthcoming with you, that is really hard and it remains difficult. So she's not even condemning him. She's just saying, well, you know, makes it hard if you're not going to tell us the truth. Assemblyman Ron Kim, a Democrat from Queens, said, quote, it's like they admitted that they were trying to dodge having any incriminating evidence that might put the administration or the health department in further trouble with the Department of Justice. That's how I understand their reasoning of why they were unable to share in real time the data. They had to first make sure that the state was protected against federal investigation. Kim's uncle actually died of COVID-19 in a nursing home. As far as uh, DeRosa's apology goes, Kim said, quote, it's not enough how contrite they are with us. They need to show that to they need to show that to the public and the families. And they haven't done that. No shit. And Bill de Blasio, who freaking hates Cuomo, said this, quote, it's very troubling. We've got to know more. We now need a full accounting of what happened. Think about our seniors, who their lives were in the balance, and their families, you know, just desperate to get them the help they needed. We need to know exactly what happened here. We need to make sure nothing like this ever happens again. Uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo's career is over. He will not win a fourth term as the governor. And what's scary is, it looks like de Blasio is going to actually try to run for governor of New York, which would be a disaster since like 20% of his, and that's, an, that's a guess, but it's very low, 20 to 30% of his people like him in New York City. So now there's a bipartisan call for the DOJ to open a criminal investigation, calls for Cuomo's, all of Cuomo's emergency powers to be stripped, and calls for Cuomo to resign. Of course, Cuomo, who won an Emmy, wrote a book about how well he did with the COVID-19 virus and released a poster for sale on the progression of the virus in New York, decided to straighten us all out on what really happened. What caused the problem in New York? He did this today. Today is uh, Monday. He did this today. Listen. Um, But... If they develop that in the plan, I'm sure the MTA will say, fine, just send me people who are responsive to the problem. Real quick on on the nursing home data, was there not the capacity in DOH to fulfill both the DOJ request and the legislature's request at the same time? They focused on the DOJ request. Uh, You know, Steve, they were dealing with everything at the time. Remember, when you wake up in the morning, Job one for the past year has been dealing with the crisis of the moment, right? Uh, Dealing with uh, whatever the issue is. Today it's variance of interest. Uh, Today it's uh, sorting out the vaccination system. Um, Every day it has been something. And that was given priority. In retrospect, should 
we have given more priority to fulfilling information requests? In my opinion, yes. Yes, and I think that's what created the void. Uh, but do I understand the pressure that everybody was under? Yes, I understand that also. It's not like people were in the south of France, right? It's not like people were on vacation. So did you get that? The reason they lied is because everyone below Andrew Cuomo was stressed out about it. They were afraid that they, his his assistants were afraid they were going to get prosecuted or anything like that. Had nothing to do with Andrew Cuomo. In that same speech, he also blamed the milkman, the cable repairman, the plumbers, anybody who walked in to these facilities saying that, well, the reason they got it is because of them. This is a guy who blamed everything on everybody else through this entire pandemic. This pandemic has been going on a year and New York has been number one in infections and deaths. And yet they've closed everything. Everything was based on Cuomo. This is a guy who the DOJ said, yeah, people were quitting left and right because Cuomo was trying to manage this from top down. He wasn't listening to science. Half of the Department of Just half of the Department of Health under Cuomo retired because they said we'd say something and he didn't listen. And then he'd start yelling at it. When is Cuomo going to start taking responsibility himself? Apparently, never. And he didn't take responsibility for this here either. So, there we go. Uh, I've got a ton of, ton of links. You can. Uh, yeah, that's it for today. Tomorrow we're going to go over a very important article where basically the left has... You know, remember that conspiracy theory about uh, the election being stolen? Yeah, well, apparently the left is no longer uh, hiding that fact. Time Magazine did an article last week that basically said, yeah, we uh, manipulated the election. We're going to talk about that one. We're going to read that article. Tuesday is going to be the Culture Day. Thursday, A, A, if you think 2 plus 2 is 4, F you, you're a racist. That's going to be Culture on Thursday. You can follow me. You can actually download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher, and YouTube. You can follow me on Patreon. You can follow me on Parlor. It's open again. At Dumbasses Talking Politics. If you're interested in Twitter, go find it. It's there. It's uh, Running Fool, at Running Fool. Uh, you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. There I have all my links, video, and audio. Uh, downloads and um, any graphics I might have. Hope you enjoyed tonight. Welcome back. Happy President's Day. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbass to Talking Politics.